to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And my first story today is, surprise, sports news. What? <laughs> I know, right? We never have sports news. But I brought one because this is huge news. <laughs> okay. In the sports world. Okay. Have you ever watched professional soccer? Like international? No. Like the World Cup? Anything like that? No. no? Okay. Well, the... This is from ESPN. The headline is, Lionel Messi tells FC Barcelona he wants to leave. And I'm going to, I assumed you wouldn't know who that is. But I've actually heard the name before. Yeah. He is considered like the best soccer player in the world and like one of the best of all time. Okay. And he's played for FC Barcelona um, soccer for like 15 years, 16 years, like he, for like his whole professional career, basically he's played for that team. And he just like all of a sudden out of nowhere was like, I don't want to be play for this team anymore and it's like everyone's just like going crazy (laughs) does he want to play for a different team or does he just not want to play anymore he wants to play for a different team but we don't no one knows where he's gonna go like he basically well okay so i'll I'll tell you but (laughs) he told them story (laughs) yeah that okay so on tuesday of this past week he notified them that he wanted to leave their club or whatever it's called a club but the team i assume stands for football club Yeah. yeah 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 yep um, and he did this via a uh, bureau fax, which the whole internet was like, what's a bureau fax? And that's like a whole side discussion that's happening. <laughs> and apparently it's something in Spain where you can send like through their country's postal service, you can send like an official document and it's almost like getting like a formal, like read receipt kind of. It's okay. like, if you want to send somebody a physical piece of mail that you want to like ensure that they receive it and what they receive is exactly what you sent. And okay. like have like yeah. proof in a court of law or whatever that they fa- got it. It's that called a bureau fax. Yeah, so it's like this really formal. That too, here. Oh, do they? Yeah. What is it? Is it called a bureau fax? <laughs> I feel like it's like called like signature. Signature mail or something. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, it makes sense to have a service like that, right? right. But <laughs> apparently in Spain, it's called a bureau fax. And now the whole internet knows what that is. Now. Um, <laughs> Good. So he sent one of those to the team saying that he wanted to leave. And then they sent one back to him. Also, the same type of letter saying, you know, we want no. you to stay here, you know, finish your career with us. And now it's this whole, like, drama. Um, yeah, because basically this guy, th- this would be like, he he's like a LeBron James of, like, soccer, you know? So it would be like if LeBron James spent his entire career all in one place and then just one day was just like, no, nah, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, right. in the middle of his contract, like... Well... And then, and then yeah, and it's like, did hasn't he do that? Hasn't he, he kind of done that, like, that? three times <laughs> <Yeah>. now? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so remember all the drama that that caused. So uh-huh. <laughs> this is now like international drama with this right. football player. Um, so I, yeah, that that's basically what everyone else. Now everyone's just watching to see like what he's gonna do. Um, he's gonna go play for the for, Miami Heat. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope not. <laughs> if he just switches sports, everyone's gonna be like, "What?" Um, so I, I actually like got some excerpts from Wikipedia about this guy, like, in his achievements, because I didn't know what they all were. I had heard his name, too. Not that I really watch international soccer, but, like, I've watched the World Cup a few times just because that's kind of fun to watch, but, like, I'm not, I don't, like, follow soccer. But okay. I knew this guy's name because he's, like, a big guy in soccer, right? So this is Lionel Messi. He's an Argentine professional footballer. Um, he plays as a forward, and he captains the La Liga Club Barcelona team and the Argentina national team. He made his professional debut when he was only 17. 
He's often considered the best player in the world and widely regarded as one of the greatest players of all time. He has like all these records of like awards, including one of them enlisted was he has six European golden shoes. Apparently there's a soccer word that's called a golden shoe, <laughs> which I was I thought was amusing because I had not heard of that before. <laughs> um, uh, he's won 33 club trophies. Um, he holds the record, like all these records, and one of them is the most goals um, in the La Liga, which is like the, the league that he plays in. He's scored 444 goals oh, that's there. a nice number maybe that's why he wants to stop yeah he's just like i, <laughs> <laughs> I like that number i wanted to get off 444 four, four, is good he has the most hat tricks which is 36 which means scoring three goals in a single game and like why is it called that i don't know i've heard I, that term before too and i'm just like i actually why, looked why that? that up a little bit and no, i didn't see why it just is like a hat trick is if you score three goals i don't know I know they just call it scoring three goals in a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's much more descriptive. A, f- a fun name is fun, but why hat trick? There's no tricks. Uh. There's no hats. It's all it's a bed of lies. <laughs> well, maybe one time there was a guy that played soccer in a hat. And he scored three goals. And that's why it's called a hat trick. Or maybe he put a hat on the soccer ball. <laughs> And then scored three yes. goals with it in one game. He played a whole game where the soccer ball was wearing a hat. Yeah. And, and that was the, the end, trick. And at the end, he pulled a rabbit out of it. There was a rabbit in it the whole time. Oh, my gosh. Hat trick. That had to be what it was. Yeah. I think I can think of no other explanation. Okay. So one more quick fact that people are kind of speculating about. But basically, like, his current contract was supposed to go till 2021. But I guess, like, in recent months, he's gotten annoyed with the team like losing i guess and they had some type of champions league semifinals a week ago where they lost eight to two and he got and everyone's saying that that was like the final straw and that's what like caused him to want to leave now Uh, like he just well why isn't why aren't they doing better if he's on the team (laughs) i know right like it's his own fault what is he doing exactly um it's not a team sport (laughs) yeah so it's going to be interesting because apparently he's also the highest paid player of the whole sport. So like any team that he goes to has to have like that, the money to pay right. him. So maybe they don't even want So him. like, <laughs> yeah, like some teams probably can't even afford to get him. Even if he is like, ends up being like a free agent or I don't know what the term is, but like he's, he's available right now for, to be picked up by another team. And everyone's like, who's going to do it? Right. Who's going to have the money? Where is it going to go? <laughs> like, So it's interesting. Yes. My first sports news in a long time. In years. It's been years. My first story is food news. This is from ABC7 Chicago. All right. Uh, McDonald's to debut spicy chicken McNuggets and Chips Ahoy McFlurry in September. Two separate items. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Very it's not a sp- spicy nugget chocolate chip cookie mcflurry yeah that, mm. Mm, mm, mm. nope mm. no uh, uh the fast food chain announced new spicy chicken mcnuggets will hit restaurants in the u.s on september 16th for a limited time i don't understand why is why, it a limited time i don't understand why spicy stuff is always a limited time it's just like i like spicy I stuff all the time like why haven't they just always had spicy nuggets that just seems i don't know like a 
thing. What's the craziest thing? Apparently, these spicy chicken McNuggets are the first new flavor of the item since it was added to the menu in 1983, which is nearly 40 years ago for those who don't feel like doing the math themselves. Yeah, so this is like the first time they've ever deviated from the just regular chicken McNuggets. Fascinating. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, The new nuggets have a tempura coating of cayenne and chili peppers and come with a side of mighty hot sauce which is the first new dipping sauce from McDonald's in three years, which is not as impressive of a number. (laughs) Uh, And they'll be added to the McDonald's menu along with the new Chips Ahoy McFlurry, which this article had no further details about. (laughs) And actually the the article just generally had no further details. That's all I have. (laughs) I mean, the Chips Ahoy McFlurry is pretty... It's pretty self-explanatory, yeah. But they already have a cookie dough one. Do they? I have no idea. Yeah, they do. So I'm not like a regular patron of McDonald's, so I'm not familiar with what they have. But the spicy chicken nuggets sound good. I I also am not – well, I used to be. I I will say this. I used to be more of a regular patron of McDonald's, so I know their classic McFlurry flavors, and they have cookie dough as an Mm. option. And I feel like a Chips Ahoy one would just be like a lesser – version of right, that because what is it going to just be crunchy cookie bits instead yeah probably. I, I hate chips i like cookies i think they're gross they're so dry i don't like the crunchy ones the, yeah. the soft oh the ones soft ones are, are go- okay yeah. yeah but like, like the classic that, the classic chips ahoy that's just like those hard yeah i don't ones. like those yeah yeah i don't like those either i think they're gross Although, now that i'm thinking about it maybe they are going to make it the soft ones but then it's like it's the same as a cookie then dough, it's the cookie like. dough one yeah so it probably is the crunchy if people want like crunchy cookie bits yeah in it. like so, i could see you wanting that hmm. but like i don't know no Probably not for me. I love classic cookie dough. Like make the, type make stuff. the shamrock shake a year-round oh, item. That's, shamrock all, shake. that's the only thing I get at McDonald's. I don't know. Like, the shamrock shake, it's so good. And I don't it's know. So it's so good. hard to explain, too, because I don't even normally like minty stuff. Yeah, I don't and know it's what like, it is. That's there's, a minty There's something thing. in it. There's something there's in it that's something? just magical. <laughs> and it tastes better than it should. And it's just... It's something. It's yeah. so good. Something they put in it is they're so good. <sighs> I, I would totally drink those more often if they were available. Um, but the spicy nuggets, though, that seems like a really logical thing to just have on their menu. Right. right? I feel like the spicy chicken thing is kind of in vogue. There's a lot of places that have like a, That's true. a spicy chicken sandwich or whatever. So yeah. They're just getting it on the game. Interesting. I would try them. Okay. My next story is also food news. This nom, is nom, from nom. <laughs> This is from what is now somehow becoming my new favorite food website delish.com the headline is tito's is hosting a virtual music festival through october with proceeds supporting world central kitchen that's a good cause yeah um so with the absence of music festivals this summer tito's vodka wanted to bring the music festival to you the liquor brand has put together a they're calling it a made-to-order music festival all right yeah, they're just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that will be streamed live and features headliners like Dirks Bentley. I don't actually know who that is. And Portu- I, think, I think he's a country singer. Oh, okay. So that's why we don't know. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't know. It's because I don't listen to country music. But apparently that's a, someone that people know. And Portugal the Man, who I have heard of. Yes. I only uh, know one song with them, but yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Made to Order Festival actually started this week. Um, well, it's tomorrow by the time you're listening to this it'll have happened um but every two weeks but every 
<laughs> what is time? But the way they're doing it, every two weeks there will be another show with the final installment taking place on October 8th. So it's like in these like two week kind of installments of the is okay. the whole festival. Which I thought was a cool idea. So not all like one day or something. Yeah. So not only will this online festival fill the void of music festivals this year, but Tito's is donating $100,000 to World Central Kitchen with an emphasis on supporting black-owned restaurants and healthcare workers. Oh, yay. Which I think is a good cause. That is a great cause. Um, but then I was kind of confused by this because the article also said that there will be a donation link at each show and audience members who donate will be entered for the chance to win a meet and greet with the headliners, which sounds cool. But I don't know if like the money is only coming from like attendees that donate or if it's like that plus the company. The specific amount makes me think they're donating and then also we'll have a donation for people. That's but I don't that's know. what I assumed. But also it was it's unclear. Tito's. They can definitely afford but it. I, yeah, <laughs> but regardless, there will be a way – like if you attend the event, you can donate. Especially as part of the days. event because it's a free because it's a free festival so you can just tune in and like whatever watch whatever you want and then if you want to donate you can it's going straight to that cause so um that's really cool though yeah so i'm so not are those like the are those the headliners for like one of these weekends or are those um if i remember i'd have to go look it up but those were two different headliners for two of the installments okay but i don't remember which one so we don't were. know who else is going to be performing yeah i'm, I'm sure it's on their website yeah. I'm curious. I don't, do you want me to? I can just find it right now. Oh, I guess you could, yeah. The internet. It's right there. That's the slogan of the internet. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> the internet. It's right, it's there. right there. Okay. So for some reason, I can't find like a full list, but at the top of their like website for this event, it says featuring performances by Portugal the Man, Dirks Bentley, Lewis the Child, Summer Walker, Zoo, and more. Okay, I don't know who any of those I are. don't know most of them. Actually, I think Portugal the Man is the only one I recognize <laughs> out of that list. So, But maybe if you're listening to this, you know some of those other groups. And you're um, excited. Yeah. And it, it's, a free, it's a free event, so. Yeah. Yeah. Should be fun. My next story is Space News. This is from CNN. Bacteria from Earth can survive in space and could endure the trip to Mars, according to a new study. How did they study that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you. Okay, okay. Um, So a type of bacteria that is highly resistant to radiation and other environmental hazards survived outside of the International Space Station for three years, according to a new study. Wow. Uh, The Japanese uh, Tampopo mission which Tampopo apparently means dandelion in Japanese. I don't think it's really relevant to this, but I thought it was a fun fact. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, This mission involved including pellets of dried uh, Dinococcus bacteria within aluminum plates that were placed in exposure panels outside of the space station. Uh, This bacteria can resist 3,000 times the amount of radiation that would kill a human, which is is a lot, (laughs) Um, and can also survive extreme cold, dehydration, and acid. So they're very, Whoa. they're very, uh, hardy. They're kind of tardigrade levels like, of just. Yeah. The outside of these bacteria, like is <laughs> what know. material? <laughs> um, it does. I'll get to some of it a little later, oh, okay. but like part of it is, it seems like if they form a colony, like there's some amount of protection because of like the layering oh. of them. Oh. Um, hmm. So this mission was designed to test the panspermia theory, which suggests that microbes can pass from one planet to another and actually distribute life. Um, and I mean, from the sound of it, 
that's totally possible here. <laughs> uh, Deinococcus is known to form colonies larger than one millimeter, so they would be like visible to the human eye. Uh, for the Tampopo mission, samples of bacteria were prepared in pellets of various thickness and placed in the wells of aluminum plates. Data was collected on the plates after one, two, and three years. The results entirely depended on the thickness of the bacteria. Those that were in colonies larger than 0.5 millimeters were able to partially survive sustaining DNA damage. Although the bacteria on the surface of the aggregate or colony formed by the bacteria died, the researchers found a protective layer beneath it that ensured the rest of the colony's survival. Hmm. Um, so basically that outer layer shielded them for long enough that they were able to survive in that amount of time. So based on the scientists' estimates, bacteria pellets thicker than 0.5 millimeters could survive between 15 and 45 years in a low Earth orbit if they needed to be out there. Uh, the team predicted that colonies of this bacteria more than one millimeter in diameter could survive as long as eight years in outer space. That is wow. to say, like, outside of a low Earth orbit, just like in space, just hanging out. Um, not just hanging out, obviously. They <laughs> the bacteria, they don't, they don't understand such concepts. Um, but the results suggested that Dinococcus <laughs> could survive during the travel from Earth to Mars and vice versa. Um, and there was some more in the article about like how they would be propelled into space in such a way that they would travel to Mars. One theory was like electric fields generated by thunderstorms, like would just so, like propel them into space apparently fast enough that they would go. But like the, the journey would take like between months and years, depending on how fast they were going. So they could theoretically make it. So is the point of these <laughs> assertions, them trying to like prove that it's plausible that just bacteria from earth could have gone to Mars. And if we find bacteria on Mars, it's really from earth or vice versa. I think that's part of it, but also like the idea that, life could have originated on other planets and spread just by bacteria traveling through space as opposed to like having to okay. independently uh, evolve on okay. like a given planet. I see. So that makes sense. It sounds like it's possible at least within like these distances, obviously nothing yeah. is traveling from like outside the solar system here and surviving, but right. That we know of. But. Well, I, 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 think we should do some research into emulating whatever these bacteria can do and make a spaceship with it. I don't know. <laughs> or just make a spacesuit that's like over a millimeter thick of bacteria. Just, of bacteria. And just you could just go out into space, you'd be fine. Yeah. That would work too. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That would work. I think so. <laughs> 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 the, <laughs> the bacteria would just stay you know, in the suit, they wouldn't like absorb into your body or anything like that. So. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. It would be like, like they would just be, you'd have like a layer of material bacteria and then another layer of bacteria, <laughs> bacteria or something. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. I'm basically a scientist. So, okay. So in the future, maybe like on spaceships, they'll have bacteria vats that like before you do a spacewalk, you just dip yourself you just in it <laughs> and then you go outside Ew. and then there you go. Then you can like refresh the, the coating, you know, uh-huh. of your suit. Yeah, maybe. That could. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think the bigger problem would be that you would still not be protected from like the cold or <laughs> anything else about the vacuum of space besides just the uh, the radiation. Yeah, that's a good part. point. <laughs> There's other considerations. We'll have to think about this. But we can use them for the radiation shielding component compo- component of the uh, of the spacesuit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Science. There's something there. There's something there. Okay, my next story is science news. This is from ArsTechnica.com. The headline is, Bird deaths down 70% after painting wind turbine blades. Oh. As in, like, they painted them so that birds didn't hit them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something. <laughs> I got Just in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> nah. I don't know. Um... <laughs> After the I don't know, people after, listening might not After the know. birds painted the wind turbines, they died most <laughs> often. <laughs> yeah. It could have been construed differently. Um, something as simple as black paint could be the key to reducing the number of birds that are killed each year by wind turbines, according to a study conducted at a wind farm on the Norwegian apelago, archipelago of Smola. <laughs> okay. Uh, changing the color of a single blade on a turbine from white to black resulted in about a 70% drop in the number of bird deaths. What if they painted them all black? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> maybe that, I don't know why they didn't just paint them all black. There's actually. three blades. That's, hold on. That's, that's a 210% increase <laughs> or decrease <laughs> in bird deaths. More um, birds would start coming to life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You have more story. Go on. <laughs> Uh, we'll have to investigate this later. Uh, so a little bit of background. Uh, wind power is surging right now with more than 60 gigawatts of new generating capacity added worldwide in 2019. And that will probably continue every year. Mm-hmm. As long as you put the turbines in the right spot, wind power is reliably cheaper than burning fossil fuels. Not everyone is a fan of wind turbines, however, because of their impact on local populations of flying fauna like birds and bats. Because they hit them. <laughs> um, as- <laughs> I'm just going to keep explaining that. Like, again, implied, but <laughs> I I, I'm glad you said something. I just, <laughs> it's decreasing it's because, they see, it's because they see them and they just go, oh, my word. They just they faint on the spot. They're afraid, maybe they could be afraid of them and leave the area. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, estimates from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service calculated that approximately 300,000 birds were killed by wind turbines in 2015, I guess that's the most recent data they have because it was a while ago. Wow, that's um, a lot in one year, but though. This, yeah, it's a lot. But this article actually noted that that's probably much lower than um, how many birds die as a result of colliding with electrical power lines each year, which is like a ton. Mm. Um, mm, yeah, that would make sense, huh? Yeah, because there's just more of them all over mm-hmm. the place. Um, and they're also hard to see. Um, right. <laughs> and bird deaths from turbines are actually trending down as the industry moves to larger turbine blades, blades that move more slowly. Previous laboratory studies have suggested that birds may not be very good at seeing obstructions while they're flying. Oh, no. Oh, uh, that's not good. And adding visual cues like different colored fan blades can increase birds' chances of spotting a rapidly rotating fan. And so back in 2013, this research group started um, – a study that was supposed to last several years. Um, and they looked at turbines that were not painted and then they painted black on other turbines and they saw a 71.9% reduction in the annual bird fatality rate from the turbines. That's good. Um, 
This article also noted, though, that digging into the data a little bit more, it showed some variation on those results depending on the season, which was kind of an interesting finding. Like during oh, based sp- on like migrations and stuff. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it, maybe it's because of that. But they said that during spring and autumn, fewer bird deaths were recorded at the painted ones, but in the summer, the bird deaths increased at the painted turbines. Um, like compared to regular ones. They didn't. They didn't say if it was just oh. like ended up being the same or if it just was like. It it probably was. It just wasn't as much of a decrease in that season gotcha. for some yeah. reason. That'd be weird if it, painting it made them more likely. To yeah, happen. I don't think that. What's um, that? Oh. <laughs> but they, they think it's just they had a smallish number of turbines in this study. Like it was like eight or something. So oh, okay. So they just noted like probably we need to reproduce the study with more data. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, it seems like a pretty. I mean, cost effective way to oh, yeah. address this too just paint one of the blades even yeah just just one i mean yeah I, you're, to your point just have just somebody just have somebody blood. stand like get a get like one of those cherry pickers and have it get them up like high enough and they just hold a paintbrush and just wait for it to go by and they just paint it That's one genius. stripe at a time and they just you don't, they even don't need even a have person. to do anything just move the cherry picker up you could just have a, a robotic arm or something yeah, yeah just holding a paintbrush yeah you don't even need a person go around. so easy so easy so easy. That's what they need to do to all the turbines. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll see a bunch of uh, like painted black like turbines around here that were white. Sounds pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, it probably will look better, actually. Yeah, I'm into it. I like it. My next story is technology news. This is from myfox8.com. <laughs> really... Going to my local stations yeah. this, this time. Uh, get paid $1,000 to digitally detox in an RV for 48 hours. So, okay. All right. Tell me more. So, basically, this company is running a contest where if you win, if you win the contest, you will be allowed to rent an RV on them for two days and they'll pay you $1,000 if you don't use any technology while you're staying in the RV. So it's a contest to get the chance to get this money, <laughs> if that makes oh, any sense. Oh, so first you have to win the contest, and then you actually have to do the task to get the money. Yes. Okay, I got it. Which, to be fair, like they couldn't just offer $1,000 to anybody who rented an RV <laughs> yeah. and then didn't use a phone for two days, because that would be insane. Yeah. <laughs> 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 true so true uh this is a salt lake company called satellite internet which you might have guessed provides internet via satellite <laughs> 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 um and they're so they're having this contest they'll pay you a thousand dollars to do a digital detox in an rv for 48 hours in one of america's national parks uh they won't supply you with the rv but they will reimburse you for the rental if you win, so oh, basically okay. you win and they'll and you rent an RV and then they'll re- reimburse you for that and that's separate from your thousand dollar prize. Okay. Don't worry, um, they'll pay you four hundred dollars up front and then six hundred dollars if you meet the requirements. Wow! And don't use uh, technology. Um, and at the end of forty eight hours, uh, satellite internet will provide the winner with a digital hotspot to reconnect from wherever they are. So they they're getting their product in there too, I guess. Um, Smart. But yeah, I mostly brought this because. Do you think you could do it? Yeah. Yeah, I think I two days like two days is not that big of a deal. I am very reliant on technology. I could I could do Same. two days, like if I 
if for for a thousand dollars too. Yeah, and like, and also you're Two like you're going like on a vacation into a national park. Like you have just things go, to do, yeah. like just for two days. I mean, the thing, the thing, like, say it again. Think, two days is not hard. If it was like a whole week, that'd be a little harder, right? I still think I could do a week. I think I could, yeah. I, I think I could do a week in like this situation, not yes, like in this specific. Not situation. if it was like that one thing we've talked about, where you have to like survive in a coffin for. I, I was also thinking yeah. about that. The, surviving in a coffin with no with technology and just do, nothing, and you're just sitting there and be, you have nothing to do. That would be very difficult. That would be really hard. But this is like you can still do stuff. Like you can read a book, you could play a board game or cards or something. Right. That's not. Technology. Or you could just go for hikes all day or just and then be outside. just yeah exhaust yourself and go to sleep. <laughs> Like, I you think could that, sleep for most I think of it. Maybe, <laughs> you could just sleep. I think that sounds like, great. Honestly, it's just like people like they just don't like they're assuming that people just don't even have the capacity to like be away from technology. Like that's not true. No. Everyone just chooses to use it all right. the time. Yeah, right. I think anyway. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, I want to do it for sure. Same. Like, I want to have technology all the time forever. But I could. I think I could make do without it for two days. Yeah, and so, up to a week maybe. After a week, gets dicey. Yeah, I think, okay, if we're talking about, what would be the threshold? Let me think. Okay, a week, I think I could do it. After a week, it'd be like, I don't know. I could do a, a week again, like, if I had something to do. Same. Like, yeah. otherwise, I would be bored out of my gourd. Like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how I would occupy a week without looking at a single screen. For me, at least, just because like all of my all of my hobbies revolve around looking at one, yeah. <laughs> and my job and like yeah. everything in my life revolves around looking at a, or looking at a screen. So it's kind of like like me too, a little bit. But yeah, so like I feel like even two weeks would really be stretching it for me. Two weeks would be hard. I'd have to have that. Then I'd have to have like a full itinerary plan. Like every hour of every day would have to be accounted for. So I'm just like, <laughs> I know I'm going to have a thing. I'm going to have a thing to do. And I'm going to have to print out my itinerary because I can't have it on my phone. It's just like a whole, it, that <laughs> well, sounds I'm exhausting. Even, I'm just thinking about like going to sleep. Like I'm used to just kind of looking at my phone at night, like before I go to bed. Like I'd probably sleep better because I want to look at my phone first. What if you had a paper newspaper delivered to your RV? I still wouldn't read it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would probably just do like Sudoku puzzles or something. Oh, instead. yeah. I would it's do Sudoku. I could do like Sudoku a, in a for a paper while. book. Yeah. Anyway, I think I could do a week. Yeah. Week is easy. Yeah. Two weeks is starting to get hard. That's starting to get difficult. Mm-hmm. Past and two I, weeks, impossible. Past two <laughs> weeks, no there's no way. Might be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're all thinking. You would have died before screens. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I would have. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would. If we didn't have screens, you would have figured out a way. No. <laughs> if there's an apocalypse, like, what are you going to do? I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just have to make, if you have books and stuff, like, I, that's just me. Like, things to read, books and games yeah. exist outside of technology, too. Right. I would just still need those. Speaking, I, guess, I would yeah. still need access to that. I would need some Otherwise, form of entertainment. Bored out of my yeah. Mind. yeah, like an entertainment but I could source, spend a week. Know? I could spend a week in a national park easy. I love going for hikes and stuff. All right, it's time for breaking news, the part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today or were just posted today, and we read them to you on the fly. Ready, set, go! Go! Okay, um, this was actually being reported on by several different sources, but uh, I chose a link from the Boston Globe. But the story is just about a photo that's going viral this week. Um, 
some high schooler at a that worked at a Dunkin' Donuts. You're laughing Donuts. at a photo that I can't see. Yeah, I, <laughs> I haven't shown Anthony the picture yet. I'm just laughing. He doesn't he doesn't even know what I'm talking about. Um, so some uh, a young person that worked at a Dunkin' Donuts put this up on the sign outside of the the store. <laughs> to help and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read please, it to you. Read. You have to. It's better if you look at it. But I'm gonna read it to you. And it, so basically, he was told to just put up something about like that pump the pumpkin spice lattes are back now because it's like fall again. And I guess his boss was like, "I'll put up whatever you want." And so he was like, "Okay." And so he went out and put this up on the sign. Uh oh, spicy pumpkin. Ha 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 ha. Pumpkin tasty. <laughs> That's what the sign said outside the t- And so these people drove by and someone took a photo of it and just uploaded that it to is, social media and everyone's like sharing it. And people are like, amazing. wow. <laughs> people are like, wow, this the, this Dunkin' Donuts is having a breakdown just like the rest of us this year. <laughs> Pumpkin. Uh-oh. <laughs> Spicy. Oh, no. <laughs> Pumpkin. Yep. Pretty much. So um, it's pretty funny. Yeah. That's good. That's that's all that's what all that is yep <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin <laughs> tasty <laughs> oh no oh, spicy, spicy. <laughs> i just like love that this guy actually like put that up there it's so great i hope when his manager saw it it was just like yes <laughs> that exactly that's exactly what i meant i hope the manager found it funny at least yeah i hope so all right I found this on UPI. Lightning punctuates groom's quip about 2020 during wedding. What? Everyone's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to be laughing like, so much. If, okay. Okay, well, I'll just wait for you to talk about Yeah, that. so basically the, the, uh, the groom was saying like during his speech, let's face it, 2020 has not been the best year. Uh, so the, and the, and the audience laughed a little bit, the audience, the guests laughed a little bit. And then like, right as he said it, a lightning bolt crashed on the lake behind them, like followed almost immediately by thunder. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And then like, he like gestured toward it and like the bride and the wedding guests guests were all just like cracking up because it was just like so perfectly well-timed. Wow. Just like, "Mm mm-hmm, exactly. (laughs) What are the chances of that? Wow. And they'd apparently already delayed their wedding four times um, like because of the pandemic. So it's just like for them especially, like this timing, like of course this happens. Of course that would happen. Um, Of course. But they said the rest of the ceremony went went on without any further uh, unexpected complications. So it sounds like the rest of it was a happy affair. And I mean, honestly, that's a pretty funny story to tell too. Yeah, that's it. Very memorable for the rest of their lives. Right, and at <laughs> least it, like, and at least it wasn't after he said like we're going to be together forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. There's a lot of like things that are said during a wedding ceremony yes. that you wouldn't want Word that timing. Would have been a lot more <laughs> ominous, but this one was just like, no, this is yep. just the world it's agreeing. It's okay. the universe saying, uh huh. Yep. Yep. Makes uh-huh. sense. Yep. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Spicy. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everyone. We post episodes every Friday, and as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. 
You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews and on Twitter at at knickknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.